Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Covenant means that what we agree about is greater than what we disagree about. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context, where we are helping believers live out their faith in the context of the culture and their local church. We've been talking in the last couple podcasts about lies of leadership, like things that we get into our head or presumed truths that are out there. And uh, I've been just trying to to tackle those things, nudge them a little bit. I want to tackle a big one today. It's actually a little intimidating for me. I, I spent a good bit of time trying to sort this out, but I'll just share my heart uh, I don't think I've got a corner on this market. I'm not going to write a book about it, but I, but I do think I have some insight. And if nothing else, just to stir your heart in this area, here's the lie. You just can't trust people. Some of you are smiling right now. Some of you are saying, I don't want to talk about this. You just can't trust people. Is that a true statement? Well, there's a paradox in the kingdom. Yes, it's a true statement, and no, it's not a true statement. Uh, For the sake of sanity, let's just try to define what trust is. Uh, I would define trust as total and absolute confidence and reliance, with the emphasis on total. Because when the Bible talks about trusting God, that is the emphasis. We're trusting Christ for salvation. We're not like 90% trusting Jesus and something else, we're 100% trusting God. And I can't find anywhere in the scripture where it talks about trusting people like that. If you have an angle on that, honestly, I'd like to know. But all the the understanding I have about trust from the scripture, like, you know, Psalm 56, uh, 11, trust the Lord with your heart. Do not, do not trust men. Huh. Okay. Uh, so yes, uh, we can trust, but it is always limited and it's always ongoing. Uh, and the thing I would say is, hey, let's just look at ourselves. You know, I consider myself a pretty faithful, solid, trustworthy type of person. I, I, I think the people around me mostly do, uh, but I'm not Jesus, <laughs> And uh, I have certainly failed. Uh, So, yes and no. Uh, You know, the subject that comes up a lot when you talk about trust is, is the issue of loyalty. And I think it's important to understand that loyalty is not always agreeing. A matter of fact, my understanding of loyalty is loyalty demands me to disagree if I really care about that, that somewhat or that something or that some person. So if somebody's talking to me about something they're doing or they want to do, and I feel like that is dangerous to them or, or hurtful to them in some way, I'm going to, you know, respectfully disagree. Uh, now we understand that, you know, we, we have relational quotas that people let us in their life with. But I don't think trust or loyalty are demanded. I think trust is earned. You earn trust with people, and we've got to teach people the trust is earned from them as well. And and I would say this. I think one of the big breakdowns from my 
years of ministry and trying to walk this life out where trust is violated or there's a cycle of trust being violated or even a culture in a church or a family even, I think part of it is due to those that are asking for trust. Uh, And it's hard to lead without trust. I don't think you can do it, okay? But to define what that looks like, make it clear to people, because I think it's something that's very important to us, but often we're not defined. This is what trust looks like to me and emphasizing that trust is very important. Like when I'm working with leaders or I'm making disciples or teams, I mean, I talk all the time about character issues being more important than gifts and duties, okay? Because that's trust basis. If you want me to trust you, then these are things I'm going to have to see. Like this is how, this is the currency that we're dealing with. Now, the other side of that is for every leader, whether you're leading, you know, two people on your team or 20 people on your team to ask yourself the question, is the trust bar I'm setting, uh, what I'm trying to get them to come up to, is it is it reasonable? Or is it something that's just in my, in my head? And I can't think of a particular illustration for that. Uh, but I'm, I, I've seen it. I know that I, I've seen it where, oh, you know what? I can't think of an illustration. So there's a leader I know who is not part of our circle of leadership, but I've had some interaction and I really admire this person and their leadership gifts are, are amazing, but there is a flaw they have. And I actually talked to them one time about it. I kind of went out on a limb and here was what I went out on a limb with that their leadership style was very subjective in that they made mental rules that if this person was really loyal, if this person was really committed, this is what they would do. But they never said that. They never taught that. So let me just say this. If you've got subjective standards that you haven't taught or you haven't shared, then you need to create a platform uh a format where you can talk about this is what trust looks like to me. And I, I'd put loyalty in there too, because I think when people talk about trust, they're, they're talking about loyalty. And ultimately, here's what it should look like. You mean good for me. When I say that I trust somebody, that doesn't mean I always agree with them. Uh, that doesn't mean that I even got all things in common. But there are people in my life that I believe they have good for me, and so I'm really going to listen to them. I'm really going to watch them. I'm really going to hear them. And uh, I'm going to really cherish the things that they bring to me or say to me because I believe they really mean good for me. And, uh, you know, in NRP, we talk about covenant. And, you know, one of the definitions of covenant, just, you know, the street version would be, you know, what we agree about is greater and has more impact than what we disagree about. And that brings up another subject too. Can somebody disagree with you and still be loyal and still earn trust? I think they can. I think it's when they become disagreeable and there's an attitude. And again, I think for a lot, especially people now in this generation need to be taught that because we live in a culture that is very feeling motivated and not always thinking or teaching motivated. 
So I, I would say to people, don't assume anything. Don't assume that showing up on time is valuable to someone. <laughs> it should be, but maybe it's not. Not responding to a phone call or a text or an email. Like to me, that bothers me. So I have to tell people, hey, that bothers me that you didn't respond to me. Okay. Some people just don't, they just don't know that. What we think they should, but, but that's why you're in their life. Probably to help teach them those things. Okay. So define what trust looks like. Understand that trust is always building. You know, trust is like equity too. Uh, it's, you can only write a check based on how much money you got in the bank. At least that's how it's supposed to work, right? So a lot of times when we're dealing with people, we have to ask ourselves, how much trust have I built up with them or, or, or try to figure out or even come right out. I've come right out and asked people what I've got to, what do I got to do to earn your trust? And again, not the trust of Jesus or I'm infallible, but trust to get us from first base to second base. And that's a helpful question because some people can give you a clear answer and some people can't. And the people that can't, that even helps them because they realize they're putting you in a situation. And there are many people sitting in churches today that want to trust, but they don't even know what their expectation is. So this would help, you know, define things uh, a good bit about those expectations. I think we can teach people to be trustworthy. I think that we can help people understand the value of trust. I think we can teach people how to build trusting relationships. I think we can teach people how to disagree without being disagreeable. And I think if we don't do that, ultimately, that becomes part of our culture and people end up not trusting us. And so there's a, there's a very spiritual boomerang that's involved there. So, you know, maybe this is the question. Are you promoting a trustworthy culture in your team or the people that you want to influence? Is there a time and a place where they can talk to you honestly or maybe even think out loud without you like holding that against them for, for the rest of their life? Is there a way to work through that? And are you assuming things that aren't in play? Uh, I like 1 Timothy 3 because it gives the qualifications of an elder. And it starts with this statement. It starts with this statement. This is a trustworthy statement. Huh. And then it gives 17 things. The way I count them, you might count 17, you might count 18, depending on, you know, how you look at it. That really have to do with a person's character and their response to leadership. So those would be interesting things to look at, but there's a definition that is there because we want to have trust at certain levels. Let me end with this. I, I was thinking this morning, like, how does this work in my life? Well, if you've ever worked off a ladder, if you've ever worked off a high ladder, you know, you, you put a ladder down, you set a ladder, you know, 
And then you go up a couple steps and, you know, wiggle it around and make sure it's anchored and it's, it's not going to move, you know. And then you, then maybe you go up another couple steps. In other words, you incrementally go, uh, and you, and you test that trust. And if that ladder starts swaying, you come back down and you figure out, okay, I've got to figure another way to, to make this work. So don't be afraid to, you know, test trust to, to let, maybe experiment is too strong a word. But to understand that you're building one rung at a time and to work with people on that. And if you teach your, your people around you to do that, then they, they will teach the people around them to do that. And it'll have, it'll have a big impact. I think you can trust people to the degree that God has created them to be trusted. Ultimately, your trust in God. And that's what we're trying to teach people. Ultimately, your trust in God. However, that does not mean you're ignoring all the other factors around you with people. You're connecting those two things together, okay? Hey, I hope this was helpful or at least thought-provoking. Uh, I went out there on a little bit of a vulnerable subject, but uh, I think it's something we need to talk about. Hey, hey God bless you. This is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. As leaders, we can teach people to be trustworthy. Help them to understand the value of trust. Teach them how to build trusting relationships and how to disagree without being disagreeable. If we don't do those things, trust won't be part of our culture and people will end up not trusting us. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue of life. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.